0: Sup, noobs. We are your professional casual gamers, and you're listening to Train Noobs. Hey, everyone, welcome back to Train Noobs episode. What are we on?
1: Episode seven? Seven. We're already forgetting we've done so many of these fucking shows.
0: Well, I wasn't here last week, so I forgot. So I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure on uh what what episode number we were on so uh yeah so we're, episode seven uh I
1: we're we're seasoned professionals at this point yeah
0: well uh that's that's up for debate <laughs> I don't know um but yeah I'm I'm Jason joined by Mike as always and uh we're gonna get right into it because we don't have a lot of time this week and by a lot of time I mean we're probably gonna run over anyways but uh
1: i've i've the reason that we're we're cutting this short is because i've got a notary coming at 10 o'clock and it's currently eight twenty six. and normally if you guys listen to our shows you know that we tend to run over an hour and a half yeah to an hour and 40 and if she shows up it's gonna be like oh shit and so we might have to both pause and i might have to do some editing at the end of the show where i come back and then we'll wrap up which won't be that big of a deal but uh the reason that she's coming over, Jay, is because I have an FHA loan for my house, mm-hmm. which is the government, you know, first-time homebuyer yeah. buyer's loan, and they changed their percentage rates on their mortgage insurance, and they went from one point three five percent to point eight five percent. So my house payment could possibly go down by one hundred and fifty to one hundred and sixty dollars, and it's a form of refinancing. So I get to skip a mortgage payment.
0: I bet you're hyped.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! Like, that's a lot of more money in my pocket that I yeah. want and need. So she's coming over, and I'm super excited. I got all my paperwork ready to go. I got to sign six pieces of paper, and you know, let her prick my finger and sign on with blood, and be good to go. Oh, so.
0: I thought she was pricking your finger for another reason. Oh well. I wish. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm doing something uh, uh similar actually, because um, we're gonna actually get all of our debts in a row. All of our billions of dollars of debt that we have and we're gonna sit down this weekend and we're gonna formulate a plan to That's always feels good to pay all this shit off. And if we can't pay it all off or we can't come close to paying it all off in like three years, we're gonna get a loan um to pay it all off within three years and yeah, just, have a lower uh, payment as well.
1: I would say just about seven months ago I did that, and I think I told you guys about this, but I was not in a position where I could have paid off all my debts within three years given how much monthly payments I had across credit cards and stuff like that. So I consolidated it into one loan. I actually used Prosper, so if you guys are familiar, listen. I don't get Prosper uh, out here. Right. You don't get it which in your sucks. state, which I think you're like the only state that doesn't get it actually. <laughs> fucking it's crazy. Pennsylvania. But I use them. I got a way lower percentage rate than any of my credit cards, and it's on a three-year fixed payment schedule, which the other credit cards, if I had been paying minimum, would have been like 10 years to pay off. And um, it's a lower monthly payment than all the credit cards combined for those minimum payments. It was just a win, 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 win. It was great. That's a lot so of So I'm wins. loving being on there. Yeah, no joke. So that's cool, man. That That's a big relief to be able to sit down and do all oh, that yeah. stuff. So I'm happy for you guys.
0: Um. But outside of that, man, I haven't been doing much this past week. Um, my keyboard fucking died. Uh, my one key, which I use on a lot of shit, died. Um, it was becoming really intermittent. Like, I'd go to press 1 to use an ability in Diablo or something, and it wouldn't fucking work. And I'd get pissed because I'm oh, like, shit. why is my shit not going off? And then I'd go... And- use that number pad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just start spamming the button, and then nothing's happening. I'm like, you got going to be fucking kidding me. So my one key on my Logitech... Uh, G710 Plus is is dead uh, or dying. So I ordered a Corsair K70 um, with blue switches. Which, K70, huh? Which is supposed so, to be here on Tuesday.
1: They just came out with their new keyboard called the Strafe, and I love it. I want it so bad. I think that's the one that I'll get after this one. But they don't have brown switches yet, and I want quiet switches. So I'm going to go with...
0: I can't. You know. I, I, dude, I, the Logitech has brown switches. The the one I'm using right now has blues. Mm -hmm. I seem to type so much better on blues.
1: Well, and I'm using the black widow. I'm sure you guys can hear if you listen to the podcast when I'm looking things up. Right. And, and the, those are the loudest switches that exist. So I'm thinking I want Brown switches because I don't care about the sound as much as the feel. And I like to be able to look things up during the podcast. I do have a separate, uh, so wait, what makes this straight keyboard right here, but I don't use it's, it's just regular, you know, the membranes, but, it's just a shitty little cheap keyboard, but I just don't like switching it every for every show. I don't care about you guys that much. So
0: so what makes the Strafe so much different than the K70? Because it looks almost I just identical.
1: Like, I just like the way it looks. I love the raised keys. K70, K70 also K70 had that, yes. Okay, there was one of them that didn't have raised keys. It had inset um, keys. It, it looks like
0: you, you also get with the Strafe, you also get a USB port, which I don't think the K70 has one. Um, and there's also it
1: comes with software for you know mapping your keys. I think the K70 comes with that too. Yes, there was one feature that the Strafe had that was unique to the Strafe, and I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but I remember it was enough to make me want to make that my next keyboard.
0: Um, it's not the backlighting, is it?
1: Well, I don't know, but they have cool things where they have like ripple effect backlighting, where when you hit a button, it ripples across your keyboard. Oh like water. yeah, yeah, it's so the, cool.
0: The K70 RGB version, the red, green, blue version, has that. Um,
1: you can't hear my fan, can you? No. Okay.
0: Can you hear your fan?
1: I hear my fan. I just don't know if the <laughs> mic's picking it up. These these are damn good mics, so they should be good to go. Um,
0: yeah, it looks like looks like the only thing extra that you get is a USB key or USB um USB port in the back here, the back of your keyboard, and mm-hmm. then you also get like raised keycaps for W uh for qwer and D which and F. i
1: don't think i would use apparently people really like them though so maybe i would at least try eh. them i don't know
0: and there's also gaming grade circuitry in it that allows anti-ghosting with 404 key rollover on usb to ensure no matter how fast you play all your keys register whatever
1: this is- all i know is that the raised keys being that you can just blow it out to clean it is amazing oh like i've got the regular black widow somebody has that keys. too yeah so i'm gonna my next keyboard I was gonna get one of those keyboards, but the, I got this uh black widow for sixty bucks, and I couldn't pass that up I couldn't spend double on another keyboard so you know when I was building my setup so
0: uh the one of the reasons I did buy the k seventy was because of the raised keys because since we have four cats and my beard, no joke and hair in general
1: speaking of it looks like you trimmed your beard a little bit
0: i did i did I trimmed it yeah. up a little bit, but yeah. uh
1: looks looks good,
0: but with all those keys being raised it'll be easier just to tip it over and go. <laughs> And it's clean exactly,
1: and I want I need that in my life for sure then now next they need to make a mouse that has like no grooves anywhere because right? <laughs> I think fuck. Dell makes that kind of mouse
0: it's just yeah. basic um, I,
1: know. I, don't, I don't
0: but yeah, I'm supposed to get that on on Tuesday, which I'm super hyped for, and then I can start playing again um uh, oh, I did want to comment a little bit like as last week you know I went to my my annual land that I go to. Yeah, and you fucking, you fucking called me a loser because I was at my LAN. <laughs> I
1: did. I, I you wrote a fucking that down. Loser. <laughs> I even wrote that
0: down just to comment on you calling me a <laughs> loser because I was at a LAN. Yet every time I would mention, "Hey man, I'm going to the land this year," you're like, "I
1: was like, I'm jealous. I'm
0: so jealous. I'm so jealous. I so wish I was there."
1: I was only calling you a loser because of how jealous I was that you were there. I just wish I was there.
0: Um, also. Remember how uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it was the last one that I was on the two weeks ago or if it was the one before that. But I mentioned something about. I, h- I had to look this up because it was bothering me. I mentioned something about the bomb for Fallout, the one mm-hmm. in the collector's edition. I said it looked like a bomb that was used in Japan from it's World called War like II.
1: The, nu- the Fat Boy. Nuke? It's
0: called the Fat Man, was the one that was fat dropped Man. on Nagasaki, is the, what that okay. one looks like. There
1: were, so they called that one. There the were fat two boy.
0: different ones. There was a little boy. Which was the one dropped on Hiroshima, and then there was the Fat Man, which was dropped on Nagasaki. So, um,
1: I had to look so that up. Close.
0: I had to look that up for my own reference. But, um, and is then is that a
1: team? Is that a Team Jason moment? Is that what you're going for? Are you going for a point or something? Uh,
0: that is a uh, no. It's not a point for me, but it's I just I was looking it up because I was curious on my Go, own.
1: For, for the record, we're still one and one then.
0: Yes. Um. <laughs> now, at the LAN... My wife was having a problem. My right, fuck it. I'm not saying my wife anymore, Kayla. So anytime you hear me reference Kayla, and you don't know what I'm talking about, come back and say your wife. Come back and listen to this podcast because I'm going to call her Kayla because she, you know, her as a Kayla.
1: Yeah, but I also know her as your wife. But I'm
0: going I'm to just call her Kayla.
1: Does it feel weird for you to call her your wife or something like that?
0: Yeah, I'd rather just call you, her you, Kayla. You, I'm talking to a friend. You, I wanna you could say call Kayla. her. You could
1: call her your piece of ass. You know.
0: I can't do that because I'll get slapped. <laughs> But anyways, we were at the LAN and, and she, you know, she went with me. She sometimes goes with, she brought her, brought her a desktop and she was getting all these errors popping up. And um, luckily enough, Windows 10 had just released. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was when you guys, I think this was the like the day we did this, whereas the, the way the day Windows 10 came out was like the day you guys recorded the podcast, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Windows 10 came out the day yeah I well I think it came out the day before or maybe two days before and I was sitting around waiting for my invite because I was in you know I had the software ready yeah. ready to go and then I found out that I could just force it so I forced it that day that we talked
0: yeah that's what we did with hers because she was having all these errors and stuff like she'd get a pop up saying that like Adobe Reader was having a, a Adobe Reader had an error and had to force close or something.
1: Was this with 10 or was it with her This was one? with
0: Windows 8.1. Okay. Um, and I tried all the shit I could do to fix it. I tried installing new frameworks or reinstalling frameworks, um, drivers, all that stuff I tried, and nothing was working. So luckily, we were just like, all right, let's just put Windows 10 on there. You'll try out Windows 10, see how you like it, you know, and then worst case scenario, we go back to Windows 8.1. Mm-hmm. And she was able to win- install Windows 10. Uh, with the, all the default settings and everything like that, and, and keep all of her programs, which is really nice. Because um, she didn't want to get rid of all that stuff and install all the games she has again. Uh, but I did know that you put it on there, on your computer. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Windows 10? I don't have it yet. I probably won't have it for another couple of months. I'll probably wait, because I'm not really interested in it. But when I've used her computer, it's a drastic change from Windows 8.1. And... Uh,
1: I am so fucking happy with it. Yeah, it is awesome. Now I came from Windows Seven because I was re- I refused to go to Windows Eight. And I always loved Windows 7, but man, I'll tell you what, I came to Windows 10 and I'm so happy. There's a little bit of a learning curve as far as how to navigate and how to find things in the system settings and stuff like that. But it is strong. It's running solid. The only problem I had was that I have split monitors. One monitor was 60 hertz. One monitor was 144 hertz. And it didn't like my 144 hertz. So I don't know if I do 244s if it's good maybe it doesn't like that they're separated maybe just in like 144 but my 144 Hertz monitor is currently running on 60 and I'm not changing it until you know a while and then I'll test it but honestly I've had no stability issues other than that monitor freak out thing I had no crashes no no nothing it's faster it's it's way more responsive and it's also i i actually did some research cuz i was curious mm-hmm. cuz i wanted to talk about it on the show but i figure you know we've got enough to talk about but i will say that there's been a lot of tests being run and it's pretty comparable to windows 8.1 as far as gaming goes and if anybody is familiar with the windows platforms windows 8.1 was better for gaming at the uh, end of its life cycle than windows 7 it was just more optimized but windows 10 comes in with not any worse with any games but in a lot of the games i was seeing that they were doing tests on it was getting like five to ten more frames per second on average yeah so it's not worse it's definitely possibly a little better for gaming and that's awesome and like i said it's just it's just it's like butter man it just clicks it it goes it's just really really nice i love it i love it well that's good um yeah but uh uh i have one thing about my week that i just did yesterday that i want to talk about other it. than that go other than that i'm i'm easy going i got
0: i got one thing i wanted to catch up with you on okay. uh two things three things maybe three things okay. four
1: things what oh, shit I'm- we're, we're <laughs> starting to get up there now <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do you go ahead I'll what go. do you want to do first what do you want to do first um well did you watch the deadpool trailer no, I still haven't had time what to watch it What the fuck? right, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm making a busy. note.
0: I'm making a note. I'm writing on here. Make, make Mike.
1: Everybody's been talking about it though. That's for sure.
0: Watch. And then I'm gonna make you watch it after this is over, um, because it was All fucking, right. it was awesome. It was amazing. I loved it. Um, yeah, it's
1: been a couple of weeks now that you've told me to watch it.
0: Well, no, no, no. no. This is this is like a, a hundred percent released trailer. That was released by the studio. Um,
1: Didn't you tell me to watch it two weeks ago? No, because it was just came oh. out. It
0: literally just came out. I think on Wednesday.
1: What did you tell me to watch two weeks ago?
0: Um, I it probably was the leaked one that was at Comic Con or whatever. Oh, Okay. Because the guys that I think I think that they released it oh, yeah, earlier at Comic Con or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but lately I've been getting an urge to play Minecraft. Oh yeah. Uh, like tech it.
1: Like that's sh- so much fun
0: stuff that it automates things for you because I'm really mm-hmm. lazy and I don't want to sit there and just do this all day
1: I probably spend a good 200 hours playing tech it I love tech it
0: um I don't know why I'm getting the urge to play it for those that don't know I used to I used to help run I used to run a uh, YouTube channel with uh, Jason the guy that was on here last week
1: numero dos
0: and uh, Jason 2 and who didn't like being called number two which is funny <laughs> But uh, no, we, we ran it together and I, we played Minecraft. That was our main game. And uh, we were doing really well with some of our videos. And just I, we got so burnt out, at least I did on Minecraft, to the point where I didn't want to touch it at all by the end of time I finished doing the YouTube stuff. And um, I, I, I don't know why, but I was going back and watching some old videos. I'm like, you know what? I want to go back and play again and i but that everything is like i'm going to ask my, all my old friends do you want to play minecraft everybody's like no right fucking done with that game so
1: well i'll play with you yeah so we'll, yeah. we'll do a train
0: noobs minecraft series or something um yeah man totally. two more two more things did you touch tavern brawl at all this week uh you're talking about the portals one hearthstone or? on tavern brawl no i'm talking about uh it's like the i can't remember the last what the chance- name of it is
1: the last chance I had to play Hearthstone was in on my layover, and I logged in, and Tavern Brawl wasn't up yet, so no, I haven't had a chance.
0: Okay, basically, you make your own deck. So it's one of the ones you make your own deck. You pick your yeah. class, make your own deck, and after you make your own deck, um, what you have to do is, <clears throat> every time you play a minion that I think is two or more, cost two or more, uh, if it's two mana to play that card, and it's killed, you get either a Wisp or a target dummy in huh. place of it after it dies. So it's like a death rattle. Uh, and if it's anything three or above, it gets also gets the same death rattle, except it's anything other than the wisp or target dummy. Wow. That's cool. So I'm finding that every time I try to play, I get fucking matched up against uh, a mech-based rogue. And it's annoying as hell. Because I've played against Mech Rogue twice, out of the three times that I've played it, and I got destroyed both times with the mage.
1: What's the reason that they're destroying you? Like, are they playing low cost cards, or uh, um, the
0: they'll play like Mech Warper into other shit, and I just don't have any early board presence to clear it. Mm. So it might just be my deck needs tuned a little bit, which probably is what the case is. But I just I'm not a big fan of the Tavern Brawls that you have to make your own decks for. I'd rather click a play button. Maybe click class at most and then have a deck be automatically generated.
1: Well, I guess everybody's got their preferences, but for the people that really like deck building, you know.
0: Yeah, but I'm trying to at least get the, the first uh first pack. And then to move right along, the last thing I wanted to mention is t- two weeks, three weeks ago. I can't remember when you announced the whole Dragon Age thing. Yeah. Um, How much playtime have you gotten out of that so far?
1: I haven't gotten any more since I last told you that I played for a couple hours and I haven't, when I say I'm busy, I I mean, I genuinely mean it, but I'm going to try and do some gaming today. Both, both my girls are, you know, on a vacation right now and I'm home by myself all day today. So I'm going to try and actually get some gaming in and I'll have some gaming experiences to talk about next week.
0: Awesome. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you wanted to tell me about your week? Because literally my week consisted of nothing other than that stuff.
1: Well, right now the Vans Warped Tour is going on. Uh, it's going through the country. I live, you know, Portland area, and I went to the Vans Warped Tour, and it was amazing. I'm sunburnt, you know, sore. Yeah, um, just it went, shows went right, crazy. right here. Yeah, that's where I get it on top of my because I have very like prominent cheekbones. Yeah, you do. And my my eyes are a little bit sunken. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the angle of the camera really definitely shows that off. But I'm a little bit burnt right here. You can see. Looks like you got punched the in the eyes twice. No, I didn't, but I know it does, but I'm burnt. I'm burnt back there. On the back of my neck, I can feel it really bad. Probably my arms a little bit, but it's it's okay. I just didn't expect to be there for six hours, you know, and it was was outside. I expected it it was at a big uh, center called the Expo Center. That's pretty big on the inside, and I thought maybe it would be on the inside, but... I guess hindsight's twenty twenty, and obviously, why would it be on the inside when it was such a beautiful day and there's plenty of room on the outside? But basically, I went there to mostly see Miss May I and August Burns Red, and I we walked in right before Miss May I went up, and we just went crazy, man. Got up to the show. I don't know if you've been to a show recently, but the way that it goes for me is Dude, when I hear I, my—
0: I haven't been to a concert in fucking years.
1: Yeah. Well, what happens for me is when I hear them playing, like say I walk in late— You get hyped get... and pushed to the front. I get anxious, like I get a sick feeling on my stomach. Like I, if I'm not up at the front right now, I'm gonna be regretting this for the rest of my life. And so I just shove my way up there, right? And there's a couple tricks. I'll go over one trick in particular in a second, but I just shove my way up to the very, very front, like on the rail, right? Mm-hmm. And. At this thing, it was an outside concert, and there was a lot of, like, pop bands and stuff like that there. So there was a lot of little shits who thought that they could hang up at the front of the (laughs) Miss May I concert. I'm talking, like, little five-foot shits that are looking at you like, what are you doing? Why are you up here bothering me? Why are you dancing and throwing your fists and rock on and all that? I don't understand. And it's like... I have a story about one little shit that happened to me at the August Burns Red show, but the Mr. May-Eye was awesome. Unfortunately, I made the mistake of as soon as Levi says, circle pit, I'm like, yeah, and I turned around, and I ran into the circle pit and just went crazy, and I just burnt myself, dude. It was so hot out there, and I just like went crazy in the circle pit, and then I shoved my way back up to the front with my brothers, and then I go, and then I'm like, whoa. I'm really feeling it now, but I still like every time I would yell, I would be like, I'd be like, yeah. I would scream, and uh, I would be lightheaded afterwards. I would like, whoa. <laughs> 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 and Levi's right there, and I kept pointing, and I'm like, yeah, and this is the guy that the last time I went to go see Miss May, I, I drank a little bit too much. And Levi has his hands in the crowd, and I grab his hand, and I'm so drunk, you I don't... Want to I, I, delayed, I have a delayed let go. You know what I'm saying? And I held... And he has. he had to jerk his hand out from my hand, and I was just drunk, and it wasn't that I was not trying. I was... It's not that I was trying to hold him. It's just that you have such delayed reactions when you're drinking, you know? Yeah. And so that was amazing. Um, and then August Burns Red comes up, and I love August Burns Red. And we're, we're tired at this point, man. Uh, we haven't been able to find water very well. The lines are really long. Like one of the lines was like 250 feet long for, for water bottles. Yeah. The water bottles are three, are three bucks a piece. So I went to the third guy in the front of the line and I gave him a 20. And I said, hey, buy five water bottles, keep five bucks. He's like, uh, okay, I guess. I'm like, yeah, what do you mean okay, you guess? Give me five water bottles, you keep $5. So I got water that way. And uh, August Burns Red comes up, and we're pretty tired. So my brother, unfortunately, my brother has a harder time staying up at the front than I do. And then his friends just didn't even weren't even interested. And they're like, we're going to stay back here and watch. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, all right, guys, I'll stay back here for a little bit. And they start and they got about mm, 35 seconds into the first song. I said, fuck it. I'm going. And my my littlest, <laughs> my my littlest brother followed me. And we got to about middle of the pack. Now, this is the tip I was going to tell you guys about. If you are ever at a metal concert, this is what you do. You if you can't make it up to the front, say you come in late, um, the, you sand right behind the middle of the pack, and then what happens is the mosh pit will form in the middle. As soon as the mosh pit forms, you have the right of way to push through everybody because you're, you you want to get to the mosh pit. All you do is you go into the mosh pit. You can mosh if you want to, or you can just run straight through it, but then you're on the other side of the mosh pit. Then at that point, you're only five feet from the, from the main stage, and then it's just a matter of shimmying your way in or or people will push you in or something like that. So I get up to the front, and there's this one little shit maybe like this high. Right next to me and my arms are up like this, you know, doing rock out and all that stuff. And this kid at one point, he's pissed that I'm there and he just goes one, two, three, four, five, six right in my ribs. Right. And I'm a little sore, but I think it's actually from the railing because I was jumping up and down on the railing and I kept hitting my ribs. But I don't think it's from that little shit. And he kept elbowing me and I was ignoring him. And after he had done it like half a dozen times. I finally just decided to just give him a piece of his own medicine, and I got him once. He was short, so I got him probably like right here in the upper, sh- like shoulder, the chest mm-hmm. area, and he fell backwards behind me, and I never saw him for the rest of the <laughs> fucking show. Cause <laughs> fuck him, man. And then uh, he's probably so one of your I- biggest fans that listens to the podcast. Oh man! So I have one more story, um, that I'll tell you, Well, a couple more things about this, and then I'll wrap that up. I, but basically,
0: uh, what is this about the concert still?
1: Yeah, yeah. Cause I all right. I have Here, good stories.
0: Here's the thing, dude. I don't know. Like, every time I go to a concert, I want to get and push up to the front. And I'd love to sit at the front. But I hate getting pushed around. That is one of the biggest things that bothers me. And it makes me want to punch every single motherfucker that comes up and bumps into me. I want
1: to hit him in the face. Especially
0: well, when I'm in, when I'm there with, with Kayla
1: and we want to go up to the front. You can't bring your girl into the mix, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and then people are bumping into her, which makes me even more pissed off.
1: Yeah, that so, I understand. But, you, but if you you like I said, you can't bring your girl Um, at the August Burns Red concert, there was this mom with her little tiny son. And she said, my son's here. My son's here. And she said, stop being so rough. And me and my brother looked at her and said, you need to leave. You need to leave because they haven't even started playing their big songs yet. You need to leave and so they had so they left and i'm like these people don't fucking realize they just go to this van's Warp tour because it's this big thing and yeah there's some pop bands and this guy's singing really really beautifully and there's no fucking instrumentals backing him up and because he's really cool and all the girls are stoked and then they go over to august burns red or miss may i's fucking stage and then they decide that they want to be there you know early and be up at the front yeah. and it just goes crazy and it's like you can't do that so anyway um august burns red I uh, I we went up there and then Levi from Miss May I comes onto the August Burns red stage, picks up a mic and they start screaming together and I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna die It was amazing, dude. It was amazing. You're such a le- fangirl. Oh, dude, you have no idea. So being a fangirl, that's all done. Um, after the Miss May I concert, actually, the guys went right over to their tent, and they were selling their albums for 5 bucks. So Levi and the two guitarists were there in front of the Miss May I tent, and I was fucking stoked, dude. I was right there in the beginning of the line to get signed, to get stuff signed. I didn't know what I wanted to get signed, and I'm standing there, and, uh, and I, didn't, I didn't know, so I just gave him my arm. So so, I had the two guys sign my arm and then I'm standing there waiting for uh, Levi and this kid, this an- another little, I swear to God, all these kids were like little teenagers and I'm really excited and I'm up there and I'm stoked. I'm next in line behind this one kid and I'm, and he turns around, this kid turns around and he says, hey, how about you calm down? And I said, hey, how about fuck you? <laughs> right in front of Levi, right in front of Levi and Levi looks up at me and he's like, Uh uh-oh is there gonna like is like is there gonna be a fight type of scenario going i said hey how about fuck you and he looks up at me and i'm like i better shut up right now i better just (laughs) shut up right now and and then so i turned to my brother and i said and i said real loud i said hey can you believe this motherfucker is telling me to be calm about my favorite band that i came here to see and i was just like oh man i was pissed that little shit dude so anyway i got up i didn't have anything to sign so levi takes my arm he goes to sign my arm and it's sweaty. He wiped my sweat off with his shirt and signed my fucking arm, bro. So then then I was like thinking, well, I can't just have my arm signed. I need something that'll last. So, so I, I like, pulled my you, dick are, out. No, so I was like, are you going to be here for a sec? I got to go buy a CD because I hadn't bought a CD yet. Had, so he's like, yeah, don't worry. Go get your CD. So I got my my CD cover signed. Unfortunately, one of the guitar players left, but I got it signed by Levi and then one of the other guys. And then... Um, my brother got some stuff. My brother got the set list. Only there was two set lists, you know, taped to the ground yeah. where, where they'd go over the songs. Yeah. He got one of them and he got signed by the whole fucking band. I'm so jealous, man. We almost I, got a drumstick.
0: Honestly, I'd pull my phone out or something and be like, here, sign my phone because honestly, mm-hmm. who the hell buys CDs anymore?
1: Well, I... I have a block case. But one of my buddies did that for the August Burns Red. He had yeah. August Burns Red sign, sign his phone. but um, And then for August Burns Red, I uh, had them sign my ticket. So the whole band That's signed my ticket That's also a good there. one, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was amazing. If I would have thought ahead of time, I would have had Miss May I sign my ticket instead. Uh, but, you know, Levi's amazing, dude. He's so chill. And so he's just smiling and just happy to be there. And then the August Burns Red main singer, he's just like... I'm way cooler than you are, bro.
0: Did you get his? Uh, did you get his number? I wish, dude.
1: <laughs> he's so sad. It, it, he was an. It was an amazing experience to see him and to shake his hand. And I got a picture where my arms around him, and I'm like ah, and he's like ah, and I'm like yeah. It was amazing. I got those pictures. I'll have to send them to you. They're still on my brother's phone. So, wow. It was an amazing time. I had a great time. All right. And then we all. Oh wait. And then there was no parking, so they closed off the long story short about 200 cars got tickets and we were we were one of them how much was that parking tickets 80 buck parking tickets so we all split the cost yeah it was an entrapment man there was literally nowhere to park you couldn't have parked anywhere it was right off the freeway or the highway and so everybody got it hundreds of cars got tickets they just waited till everybody was in there came through with their fucking booklet this big and then just went in and gave tickets Well, how holy about we shit! Get, that took way longer than I thought. Yeah, we better about, speed. How some about news we get here.
0: to some actual news? Like what we're actually yes. here to talk about? What this podcast is about?
1: <clears throat> Let's do it. All right, I'm going to get started with the WoW expansion. If you are not living under a rock, you have heard about the WoW expansion that was released at Gamescom. It is called Legion. I believe just Legion. It is just Legion. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, they're raising the level cap to 110. Uh, there's going to be a new continent called the Broken Isles. It's going to be like the center of a massive demonic va- invasion. So kind of like the beginning of uh what was that first expansion called? Uh, Burning Crusade, where you're going through the portal and there's all that fighting around yep. you right in the beginning I ma I I envision it to be something like that.
0: That happens uh Warlords
1: too. Yeah. Uh Dalaran is returning. Hold yeah,
0: it's everybody's super hyped about Dalaran being the main main city.
1: Personally, I loved Dalaran. I liked Dalaran I, it, too. It was It was my main city when I was playing, uh, because I played a lot in Wrath, up until Wrath.
0: Wrath was what I played the most of, right? and then Cata kind of trickled off.
1: Right. Well, there's going to be nine new dungeons, uh, which is pretty neat. That Nine new dungeons for ten levels. That's pretty cool. Two new raids. uh, They're called the Emerald Nightmare and Suramar Palace, if you guys care to know the names, because I know Jason was like, why do you put the names in there, bro? They don't fucking matter. They don't fucking matter. That's what he's saying.
0: I did did not say they don't fucking matter. I was just like, I don't think that they're relevant at all to this whole topic. And we have so much to talk about. I don't even know if we need to explain the names. And now we're sitting here discussing explaining the names and taking up more time explaining the names than it would be to even have the names in there.
1: We're going to burn through this news so fast. We're going to get to the end of the show. We're going to be like, fuck, we burned through it too fast. Don't worry. I have
0: backup topics I could talk about that I have banked from a couple weeks ago.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, also, another thing is going to there's gonna be artifact weapons now me and jason had a little bit of debate before about this before the show but i'm gonna run down it first and then we can kind of touch on that debate that we were having afterwards the way that this is work works is each spec gets a unique weapon so each spec uh, which would be like uh retribution paladin or restoration druid gets a uh, gets a unique weapon to that spec there's gonna be 36 weapons total and they're intended to be like your ultimate weapons for your hero um There will be a unique quest line for each spec to, um, well, what reflect their flavor. Well, so for example, red paladin flavor text. Exact, exact. Well, like it it goes along with you know what kind of a weapon they're getting is what I'm assuming. So red paladins return to Broken Shore and fallen heroes to uh, and fallen heroes to retrieve the Ashbringer. So it's like storyline interweaved, right? Interweaved with you know. The getting of your ultimate item it's
0: basically to satisfy all the lore people out there
1: which is cool they, i like when uh apparently there's no other weapons dropping in legion i guess this is meaning end game you know uh everybody's going to be seeking out their ultimate weapons end game and it sounds like a fun way to do it going through the quest line and stuff like that and you get your ultimate weapon um Right now, they are undecided if the artifact weapons will turn into legendaries, and uh, you will be able to upgrade these items with different traits. So,
0: basically, what that's going to be is that's going to be... So, essentially, you open your weapon up, and it'll have kind of like a talent tree type system in it, and you go through and you select your feats, and you... Will you know one feat will be like your X X spell whatever it is triggers twice or something like that, and there'll be mm-hmm. f- there'll be feats that you trigger or, excuse me, traits that will be triggered, um, all the way down and it, it's like an upgrade path for your weapon.
1: So I think that this all sounds really cool. Now what Jason was saying was only thirty six weapons and that's all that drops. What the hell?
0: No, that's thirty six weapons. How many classes are in the game?
1: Nine. There's
0: more than nine classes because you're just thinking Hearthstone. Oh, 11. Because you got, you got, you also have Death Knight, which isn't in Hearthstone. You also right. have Monk, which isn't and in Monk. Hearthstone.
1: So that's eleven. Right? And you're it's also you're world. also
0: going to have Demon Hunter, which is going to be the new new class mm-hmm. that they're coming out with too, which is basically Illidan. Uh, you're you're going to be get Illidan type skills which if you're happy about that then awesome if you're not then that kind of sucks uh the demon hunter class demon hunter class is going to be exclusive to uh night elves and blood elves so that's another thing that's in me in there
1: uh that's proper
0: yeah i mean it's good for lore wise but it sucks because if you want to say be like i would be an undead demon hunter that'd be fucking awesome but i can't well
1: yeah, but it just doesn't make sense. That's just It doesn't not make sense they...
0: lore-wise, but it also doesn't make sense for... Um, they also branched out some other classes to be other other races, too. I can't remember what classes it was that they... You're
1: talking about Paladin and Shaman. When yes. They made yes. more classes available for that, yeah.
0: Yeah, because those were exclusive to just one race, too.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm thinking that Paladin and Shaman is a little bit more generic than, than this new class, for sure. Demon Hunter. You know, it's totally a night elf type thing even the fact that blood elf gets it i think that's just because there has to be a horde variation but it you know we'll see how it goes who knows in the future they might do a paladin and shaman thing right but basically i wanted to get back to that little debate we had where you were saying you know this sucks and my argument was if you've played endgame wow you know that there's pretty much only one best in slot for a lot of different scenarios and a lot of times those weapons cross over. Um, into to different things you know like spirit-based healing versus intelligence based healing depending on what builds you do and stuff like that and there's really only end game one weapon you're, you're really trying to achieve getting now that's the point of this whole ultimate weapon thing and the fact that this ultimate weapon thing gives you different variations with the different traits and the, like the talent tree system for your weapon and the fact that it is best in slot but it's customizable on top of that i think that this opens up to be more customization instead of being bummed out that oh there's only 36 weapons Weapons that you get, I see it as them adding customization because before there wasn't more than thirty six weapon choices before for end game. In fact, there was, if anything, it was less than thirty six weapon choices for end game. So now there's going to be thirty six weapon choices for end game that are all customizable individually. And I think that sounds you know
0: amazing. okay. So all this shit, the imp- there's an improved honor system too, which we we're going to get to. um Excuse me, it's going to have a, a kind of like a talent tree, kind of like how well. A talent tree. I use that term very lightly because
1: the a PVP talent tree.
0: Well, yes, but the talent tree is what I'm saying is, is I'm using talent tree very lightly because of the fact that the talent tree in general is not really a tree. It's ten choices you get or eleven choices
1: you get. Well, it's more than what they have now, and I think that PVP but, people are excited. So for this. there's
0: gonna be a PVP tree that will will determine like you can do different things in PVP, kind of how similar to how PVE is. So instead of it. Basically they're trying to improve the PvP combat because if you've played PvP at all it becomes very stale there's very mm-hmm. overpowered classes versus very underpowered classes mm-hmm. and that shit hasn't changed for years um so I guess this is their way of trying to balance it out or give players diversity or something but I don't know I don't know if it's enough to restore the balance of PvP entirely um there's going to be honor rankings 1 through 50 uh basically as you progress you'll get perks bonuses and talents um, examples. I don't know any of these. I don't know any of these examples. Uh, actually, no, I do. This is um, Death Knight. Those are Death Knight. Death Knight examples, right? What? Where
1: are we looking at? Oh, uh, it looks like uh, um, Blood
0: and Soil's Death Knight.
1: Um, no, 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 and no, 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 These Strike are these. Death I I believe that these are not perks that are currently in the game. Granted, I have not paid the last two expansions. Um, but these do not sound like abilities that I've ever heard of. They sound like they might be new.
0: Okay. Well, anyways, there's some examples listed uh, on the website that were abolished: magic adaptation, blood and soil initiation, mind quickness, and necrotic strike. Um, I'm guessing that those are going to be uh, some new talents that you'll uh, that you earn um, through through the the talent system through the talent system and your honor ranking, right? Um, Because as you rank up your honor will probably on un- this is how i'm assuming it's going to work as you rank up your honor it will unlock different tr- different sections of your talent tree
1: and this is sort of similar to the way that they used to do it back in vanilla where you could get uh knight and yeah. knight lieutenant and uh grand marshal and marshal and all of those different things it's kind of hearkening back to that system but it's got a little bit more of implementations going into it so everybody that i have heard talk about this is super stoked
0: Um, and then there's prestige, which you gain prestige ranks, uh, Mm -hmm. and you can reset your honor level and then do it all over again. Kind of just similar to, uh, call of duty.
1: I think that they were the originators of this, of this, uh, format call of duty. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it works really good, and I'm excited for the whole prestige aspect for the PvP thing. In fact, if I went back to WoW, which it's always in the back of my mind, whether I'm going to go back to WoW or not, I would be way more apt to play PvP, and this would be one of the things that would make me want to play it. Prestiging? Correct.
0: Oh. Well, there's also portrait badges you get, uh, which basically those badges will look like if you've played Diablo 3. That's what that will look like. Basically, it changes your badge next to your character portrait. Uh, There's also rewards for it. You get something like uh, unique remounts. um, And there are PvP artifact variants for your weapons, too. So you can always get those.
1: a lot of cool things coming with this uh, expansion, and I'm really excited to see how good this does and, and if this is kind of filling the gaps of some of the things that the people were, were missing because I know PvP has been a really weak point lately, and if they're adding customization to end game via those ultimate weapons, it's going to really add a lot more depth that I think people are looking for. So you I'm know, excited for this.
0: Is it enough to give me back to WoW? Probably not. I was hoping for something different, maybe some more spells that are targetable. Like, you don't have to tab target anymore. Um, well, speaking
1: speaking on your behalf, because I like to do that sometimes, I think that whether you, or not you would come back to this really is based on what you see after it drops. I don't think that you are in a position where you would buy this, bl- uh, you know, blindfolded because th- they haven't delivered what you personally want for a while.
0: I bought Warlords blindly. Did you? I bought Cataclysm blindly. I bought... Speak,
1: speaking of Warlords, by the way, this will give you a character boost up to level 100, yes. just like Warlords did up to 90. Yes. So. so
0: basically, you'll get to play... One of your characters will get to play the new content right away. Right. Um, now, uh, it's no secret, while numbers have been declining steadily over the years, mm-hmm. as they've been, they drop a new expansion, the numbers will surge, and then they'll drop back down when people get their fill. I, my question is, <clears throat> are they going to balance and level off at five million and stay around there, or are they shooting to get more and keep more? Because this might just be enough to get people to return and be like, "Oh man, I could play like Illidan now and and go from there." And I told you I can't get Skype messages while you while you're, we're recording. So what the
1: hell am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to communicate? Okay, I'm just gonna say this over the fucking air. Then, if she shows up early, the notary girl. Then you I'm just bail. I'm just gonna tell you to pause. No. And then we'll we'll no. mix we'll no. mix match them.
0: No. You bail. You b- I'm
1: gonna be gone for like 45 minutes. Then you bail. No, I'm, I'm not gonna let you finish the show by yourself. I
0: will do this shit
1: myself. I w- I will not leave you behind, brother. <laughs> All right. Well then, let's power through the rest of these notes really quick. Final Fantasy VII changes. They've announced that there's going to be w- changes to the battle system.
0: I was gonna ask your final thoughts, your closing thoughts for the WoW thing.
1: I'm excited about it. I pretty much already summarized that. I'm excited about uh what the PvP thing is doing and I'm excited that they're adding uh, customization to the end game via the weapons, huh? Will
0: you go back and play?
1: Um I will be an observer in the background and then if it looks good, I I will go back and play. Assuming that they give me warlords when I buy this expansion, but that's probably not going to happen. Um so we'll
0: I don't think so. At least yeah. it hasn't been announced yet. Maybe. Well, I will
1: not be dropping 100 bucks on two different expansions, but Cause we will see what happens.
0: You didn't buy warlords, did you? Correct. From when it came out, okay. Correct. All right, well, let's go to Final Fantasy VII then, because I know ba- ba- you're hyped about it, I'm hyped about it, but I'm not hyped about these changes.
1: I'm not necessarily hyped about these changes either. They announced that they're going to be changing the battle system. Um, this is a very controversial thing. Everybody's kind of freaking out, and this is the one thing that people didn't want them to do. In fact, I think the first time that we talked about this, this was what I said that I don't want them to fuck with. Same thing, yeah. The the battle system. and so What they're saying is that they're worried that the dumb fuck stupid ass gamers today <laughs> won't like that battle system because they don't a fucking appreciate proper game systems yeah, you assholes. That, are, that are that are classic like look they don't argue about mario jumping up and hitting blocks and shit but they don't want the time-based battle system that we all fell in love with with final fantasy 7 and pretty much all the other ones i don't know
0: realistically though your argument's kind of invalid because mario doesn't really do that anymore
1: you don't hit blocks
0: no not so much I mean, you, you, you do kind of, but Mario is kind of...
1: I guess it's just a different form Mario's of... Mario's kind of branched
0: way. off now, and he's doing all sorts of party games. and. But what we're talking about is we're talking games, about
1: the classic so. JRPG genre, and that is a whole genre of games by itself, and these, these young kids don't like it anymore, man. They don't like it. In fact, it's just for us near 30-year-old people who grew up with this shit, and we like it a lot. Um, really, the JRPG thing is a niche... A niche market now you know what i'm saying they like there was yeah. that one game that was released um you know defaults uh, Brave uh, default. bravely bravely default yeah that's it and and uh that was a real big hit and you know but the end of the t- at the end of the day everybody just wants eye candy rpg linear fucking bullshit and that's what all these dumb fucking f- Fifteen-year-old shitheads want so wow. They're ruining. They're ruining our lives. They're ruining our lives. You have, and they're taking away our Final Fantasy VII battle system. You what they're doing? You have a bit of animosity towards teenagers.
0: Well, they're taking don't
1: away you? the battle system. I don't. I love. Think, that. I don't think that it's teenagers though that do it. Like, because well, if I gotta blame somebody,
0: if blame the developers because if it, Square's been fucking up. Well, I will go. say I it that they
1: because if they it's, do.
0: Listen. If it's a teenagers thing, then then it's teenager things. But teenagers, the way they function is, if they, it's not for them, normally they say something bad about it and move on. That's what happens. They don't touch it. Whatever. Who cares? You need to put pl- you need to put this game out for people that have nostalgia as it, far as it goes, and they just want the visual rework. They want to make it look prettier
1: exactly because i you don't, gotta put it out for the people that love final fantasy 7 you don't need to try and get new final fantasy 7 people in it it was one of the best-selling games of all time why try and get a whole i don't know well i, I they do have a couple points that i that i understand you know, i don't necessarily agree with i don't I'll talk about i don't second. know about
0: you but i the reason i appreciate the atb system so much it stands for active time battle by the way if anybody didn't yeah not, you dumb 15 year old fucks um the reason i appreciate that more is because it allows for more tactical planning Whereas the active battle system is kind of like, all right, well, you have to run around and swing your sword at this
1: guy and... And the ATB system makes it more complicated. It makes the fights harder. When you go in and you play something like Terra, all you do is you smash a button. It's not like whatever sequence of abilities you use is going to greatly increase your chances to win. But with the ATB system, you know, like, this guy's vulnerable to this, or I need to use this ability. And it makes the fights a lot more in depth and and more difficult than just running in and swinging and making sure that they're right in front of you.
0: Terra is a different story, because Terra, you're controlling one character, whereas Final Fantasy, you're controlling a whole party of characters. And another reason why it makes it more complicated it's a little bit different but
1: um but there is games where you have control parties that you get you know tell them all what to do
0: that's one of the reasons i did like final fantasy 12 because you could basically set it up and walk away from your your console and let that shit work out because you'd set up all of the uh what the fuck were they called the 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 Oh, my God. I can't remember what the hell they were called. Synergies or whatever between the two different char- the, the different characters. Like, if X enemy is low, go kill him and have all your enemies focus one I guy. Did, yeah, I played a lot of Final
1: are- Fantasy XII, actually, because I randomly bought it one day for, like, hella cheap, and then I played it. I can't it remember what that.
0: those are called. I don't know. Synthesis? S- I don't know. Anyways, move on.
1: Uh, focusing on making the story more accessible and easy to achieve is what Square Enix is trying to do. They're trying to make it not so much grinding in order to experience the story. Now the story of final fantasy seven, that's the gem. That's, that's the sweet spot right there. That's what everybody loves so much. I'll have to see what you're talking about that in a second. <laughs> um, the story is, the, is, is amazing for final fantasy seven. And, uh, the fact that they're trying to help, uh, make it easier to experience a story is is whatever. I understand where they're coming from, but what I said what I was saying before is sometimes it's not about the end story. It's about also the journey of, of getting to that story. And a lot of my memories are of the story but also the process of getting to the story like going through and getting cloud all the different pieces so that he can get raped instead of the other girls or going and finding yuffy in the forest and making sure that you say the dialogue correctly in order to get her or training up the chocobos so you can get your gold chocobo and go all over the world you know, with it all those different things are the things that yeah they took time but they added to the story because of the effort you had to put into it
0: i would not be surprised That come the release of the Final Fantasy VII rework, they fuck everything up about the game and they make everybody hate it. I will not be surprised. I don't want Uh, it to happen, but I will not be surprised.
1: As we sit here in front of each other right now across the country, I will tell you this. I don't think this is going to work. I think that they're already dropping the ball and I'm really nervous because they are playing with my heart right here and I feel like it's I feel like they are I, honestly the reception from everybody whose heart is invested in this is is really everybody's scared. Yeah,
0: if they change so much stuff about the game that they make it not Final Fantasy 7,
1: they're going to have a lot of upset fans. And they keep trying to defend themselves, saying, but we're focusing on the story. The story is going to be the same and all that. But I'm just thinking, look, it was more than just the story. It was everything. It was just perfect. I don't know. Um, What Square Enix is trying to do is they're trying to make smart choices based on the state of RPGs today. Like I said earlier, every 15 year old fuck out there is trying to go for eye candy and they're trying to go for something pretty and sparkly. They do. Oh my God! The fucking cell phone gaming. Every time I hear somebody say that cell phone gaming is the is the gaming platform of the future, Global I just gaming, wanna yeah. I I just wanna illegally choke a underage kid. Wow. I just can't handle it. Yeah, some little fucking sixteen year old who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about wow. by playing on a fucking wow. phone. I just can't handle the it. The age is
0: slowly rising too. It's it started at, it started at fifteen, yeah, and then it's,
1: now it's sixteen. Well, don't worry, it won't be going up to eighteen because those are adults and hopefully well,
0: have... Uh,
1: I don't know about you, but I wasn't an adult when I was 18. (laughs) Nobody was. I'm still 18. You're right. They're still ruining our lives. As long as they're the generation back. 10 years back. Fuck them. Fuck them. Anyway, uh, they're trying to make smart choices based on the state of RPGs today. Like I said, they're just different now than they used to be. And JRPGs are not um, as prevalent as they used to be. And so based on that last thing that I just mentioned about them trying to to do that, what was the law what for on there?
0: I don't believe that fucking statement for a goddamn second
1: yeah how much of this basically that they're just trying to cut corners and make it a story square enix is and basically
0: trying to say that jrpgs don't exist anymore
1: right and that's a bullshit well look how good bravely default did people are thirsting for this kind of stuff
0: there's that there's um, you need to
1: cater to the audience that is almost 30 mid 20s to 30 who grew up with this game who have fucking money to spend on games
0: yeah and you know what? You put on a collector's edition of this shit with a giant ass statue and you charge three, four hundred dollars for it.
1: Oh, you know who's going to fucking buy it? You this know who's going to buy? You know who's going to buy Cloud Strife and Sephiroth? This fucking guy. You know who's going to buy? I want Sephiroth. You know who's going to buy? I want all of them. You know who's going to buy fucking Squall and and
0: Cypher? This Wait, guy.
1: That's that's the wrong game. Uh-huh. That's fucking Final shit. Fantasy VIII. You should be so fucking ashamed right now. No, that was a good, guy, that was a good game. Fuck you. But we're talking about 7. We're not talking about shitty 8. 8 was good. So, moving on. One of my favorite events of the year. And unfortunately, I was working while this was happening, and so I couldn't watch it. And I'm really bummed, it. but I'm going to go back and watch some vods. Summer game Summer games you. done quick. Or it's called SGDQ and it was so amazing this year. And I'm I watched some of the VODs, I'm gonna watch some more. It raised a record high of $1.2 million for Doctors Without Borders. Every year, what they do is it's a it's a group of what they're called speedrunners, and they have mastered these old school games and and they try and make new records for the fastest. Uh, of beating these games and they stream it on twitch and then all the proceeds get donated to doctors without borders
0: oops sorry i I moved it sorry
1: uh jason's fucking up the show notes while i'm trying to read them deleting shit
0: i didn't delete anything
1: so current, uh, so what happened was they got one point two three two point. I did this last time. And you fucking wow. up Really bad. It's, har- it's harder to say this. One million two hundred thirty two thousand four hundred forty one dollars and ninety cents across twenty eight thousand four hundred sixty six donations. Now I read that their biggest donator was something like twenty four thousand five hundred eighty dollars or something around some something around twenty five thousand dollars for one donation. I'm not was sure was their biggest one. Their average donation was forty three dollars a person. Pretty damn good. Some guy probably I mean,
0: donated that. That just that ninety cents. Yeah, Some I'm sure plenty did. <laughs> but the,
1: this is a record high for them, and it's amazing. During the event, they played 160 games. Um, it went what
0: like a week? I think it was or four, four or five days. I think it went five days. I think it's what the time. I wish.
1: I wish I knew. I saw it a couple times on Twitch, but like it's been a tiring week for me. So every time I get into my layover, I just can't help but fall right asleep. Yeah. I, I turn on a stream, and I would just be out with the stream on right in front of me. Just can't help it. I, uh, it's just been like that all week. But the this year was the biggest on-site attendance, uh, maxing out at twelve hundred people at that location doing the speed running thing. SgDQ.
0: I don't know if that's twelve hundred people. I don't know if that's just speed running like people just speed running or if that's including like people like audience would come in and watch
1: well that's that's also you know their roadies and shit like that so yeah that's everybody that's everybody at that site which was 12 it was just huge highest donation total um, and one of the cool little facts that I had to put on here was they managed to make Hello Kitty Roller Coaster Rescue the most viewed game on Twitch. What badasses these guys are. They're such fucking badasses. I love these guys, and this is one of the most fun events ever. Uh, Links in the show notes if you want to go to the article, and then you will have links to go and watch the VODs and stuff like that. Their closer was, I believe, Chrono Trigger? Chrono Cross? I
0: wouldn't doubt it, Yeah. I think it was
1: Chrono Cross or Chrono I don't remember. I, I read it. it was I probably it Chrono Trigger. It was a five hour long speed run of one of the most popular games. Probably Chrono Trigger then. Okay. And and you know, go watch these VODs. I'll look and right now if you I want. believe I believe that they are still open for donations after the fact as well. So why don't you, you know, move on to on the next one? I'll look,
0: I'll look up uh what the schedule Which, was, the last one. Last game. Yeah, I, I thought
1: uh, yeah, because I don't want to miss, misspeak that. But like I said, I, I don't really remember. The next one thing I want to talk about is really – um actually, I'm going to skip a couple. And I'm going to talk about something quick. Really How could quick you? While you're, while you're doing that. Chrono Trigger. Um, chrono Trigger. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, since you found it, I'll go back up. Next thing I'm going to talk about is Journey of Light. Now, if you're not familiar with what Journey of Light is, it's like a puzzle-style – um, adventure game where you're trying to basically solve a level and get to the next levels. This game was advertised to have seven levels, and it's a really beautiful like top-down where you're controlling like a little wisp going through these uh, levels, right? It's like a little wisp you're controlling, right? Yep. Am I right about that? And basically what happened was um, nobody has been able to beat the first level. Nobody's been able to beat it up until this point. And so one of the, one player went into the game's code, and he discovered that a few things were missing including the other six levels they were not in the game's code yep. um and he discovered that that first level was uh unsolvable and well what they put is seemingly unsolvable and if anybody has beaten it nobody said anything it is unsolvable so, come on it's unsolvable that's what that's what that goes comes down to uh basically the creator who who goes by lord Cress, which just fucking sounds shady as hell right who who goes by a a, a thing when they anyway um he he claimed he claimed that a recent update to the game went awry and turned the game into a conspicuously conspicuously nefarious labyrinth what the fuck is this guy trying to feed us you know what i mean he says that an update went awry and fucked up the Basically,
0: game. yeah, he said one of his updates that he, put, that it, that he ended up pumping out... ended up pumping out the six level Something levels. went wrong and fucked up the rest of the levels, and he went and rolled it back. Apparently, after he rolled it back, it still didn't change. You still couldn't beat the level. You still couldn't move on to the next level. Some people say that if you find... Uh, I was watching this in a video. It's not actually in your show notes here, but uh, some people say that if you fall off the world like get to the end of the map, and then fall off. You could skip to the next level. But every time he would do that, it would just teleport back to
1: the starting point level of level one. And so players have been asking for proof that the other six levels existed, and he, Lord Cress has not responded to anything, has not shown a screenshot or a video or anything. He, and
0: I was going to say, he actually uh, ended up posting... Somebody basically asked, how the hell do you beat the first level? And he posted secrets on how to beat the second level and how that there are hidden secrets in the Steam cards that you get. And the only way you get Steam cards is, the trading cards, is if you actually play the game for more than two hours, which get is it. actually past that point where refunds are, you're able to refund a game.
1: So, so he's trying to trap people into yes. getting no refunds because you have to be able to... The one of the clues to beat the level is you have to play it for more than two hours. Correct. That is shady as hell, as long as well as everything else. So, recently, uh, when people were asking for proof that the other six levels existed, he tweeted out that he was too sick to do anything, but he would be still communicating with people on Twitter. So, he is totally, totally obviously dodging everybody right here because you're never too sick to save your life. Your lifeline right here. This is your baby. This is your game. This is your income. You're never too sick to fix this shit. He, this is wrong. What he's doing, and so he did say on Steam that he's now in the process of testing the levels and putting them back into the game. So what everybody's speculating is that these never existed, and he is scrambling to try and get six more levels put into the game.
0: He's got to figure out a way to fucking make the
1: first level solvable. First, well, he's gonna just well, that is probably an easy fix. But the fact is that he's got no other content. So Valve decided that. They're tired of this. And they are offering unconditional refunds to anybody who purchased the game, despite how long you've played it, despite how long you've owned it, because they have a two-hour policy or a two-week policy. And if you're underneath both of those things, then you can then you can return the game. Well, they're lifting all of that. They're, they took it off for sale. It's still up there. The, there's the information about the game, but you cannot buy it anymore. And this guy created a game with one level that was unbeatable, and tried to structure it in a way that nobody could re- re- refund it because you had to play longer than 2 hours to get this the the clues and steam says fuck you uh uh you're not doing that and they took it down gave everybody refunds and I'm so happy yeah like I'm so happy that that valve did this it just it makes me I don't know. It just gives me all hope for the future of gaming, especially when it's, it's somebody as big as Valve, putting their foot down and not letting gamers get screwed like this. It's awesome.
0: Well, why don't we move from one conspiracy to uh, the next one with the, the Trick 2G. Uh,
1: why don't you talk about this? You said you watched it, right?
0: Yeah, I watched the video. I'm not a super fan of Trick 2G. Trick 2G, for those that don't know, is a League of Legends streamer. He streams League of Legends. Um, if he gets bored of League of Legends, sometimes he'll go play something like um h1z1 or other shit like that um and he basically does stuff for like shock value uh he acts like a a gangster with an a at the end uh whenever he's whenever he's on stream but he's like one of the skinniest white dudes with the glasses that you ever see um and it's not even that he's he a skinny was... white
1: dude with glasses he's just obviously he's obviously a little shit yeah, you can just
0: he's one of your 15-year-old little shits that would not appreciate the remake of Final Fantasy that, VII.
1: That's ruining my Final Fantasy VII battle <laughs> system! So anyways,
0: anyways uh, what ended up happening was he was doing a celebration stream, and he faked getting swatted, and Twitch ended up banning him. Uh, we'll post a video... Uh, in the in the show notes you can click on it and watch it and stuff and judge for yourself but they basically there's two SWAT guys that come roaming in one with a rifle that I've never seen before and i'm I'm fairly well versed in in guns um, at least for the most part on on a lot of the big models and it's not any type of gun that you'd raid a house with um, like something that you'd you'd probably use like an m4 type gun like if you actually watched swatting videos, they come in with M4s most of the time. Maybe you'll see an occasional, you know, there's page. no
1: question that they're legit if you've watched real SWATting videos. Yeah. And what these guys are wearing and the way that these guys are acting, and that there's only two of them
0: basically, there's two guys. They both have vests on that say police and SWAT on the front and the back. And then one, then both guys are wearing blue jeans. Um, and then they come in, no
1: helmets, no
0: anything. Only one guy has a gun, it looks like an airsoft gun, comes roaming in.
1: They, they both had guns. Nope. Did you see the overhead video of it? I did not see an the overhead sec- the video. Se- the second cam? The, yeah, the second cam is shows... Is the second cam? Yeah, there was a well, second perspective. Is fake. The, there was a second perspective coming from, like, the... You know where they walked in? The camera was up behind them, basically. And it shows that the second guy goes into the room for, like, a half second, and comes back out, and he's pointing this fake gun at Trick 2G while he's on the floor. And the guy's got his knee on him or whatever like that. And it shows that in the second camera. Well...
0: So basically, the two guys come roaming into this. It looks like a garage. Yeah, it does. Uh, two guys come roaming in. The guy with the rifle runs right past his chair, pointing the gun as he runs past the chair, probably just nonchalantly standing off camera somewhere. And then the other guy grabs him out of his chair, swings him around. Trick to do stands up and swings at the guy's head
1: like a like a nerdy white kid after he conveniently just said oh if cops showed up i would slap him yeah after he conveniently just said that and he tries to slap this guy and
0: he swung it swung at this police officer's head and 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 completely missed
1: (laughs) but the one thing the one thing that shocked me about this video was that he like cried but when when in the second in the second camera footage if you see him get up he's he's like smiling and laughing when he's being walked out it sounded think, at some point I like he was like crying i don't think it's a
0: cry i think it was more of like a laugh a, a laugh kind of like this is ridiculous kind of laugh
1: it sounded ridiculous it sounded like but, a pathetic Fucking half cry bullshit.
0: Anyways, after the first guy passed him, the second guy comes up, grabs him, pulls him out of his chair, swings him around. Trick swings for his face, misses completely. The police officer—it looks like Trick actually kneels down, and then the police officer be- pushes him down, gets on top of his back, and starts handcuffing him. And that's pretty much it. And then as they're walking out, the guy that handcuffed Trick goes, "Shut the shit down." And then the other guy walks over to the computer,
1: as if the as if the SWAT guys know that there's stream like. How, no, yeah. if you've ever watched another swatting thing, they don't know the computer's on. They don't understand what they're looking at at the computer. And he says, shut, it's just, it's fake. And Twitch kind of knew it was fake and they suspended him. Now, last I heard, they had, they put a four month suspension on him. I've also heard people saying that his account was terminated. So I don't know which one is real, but I don't really care because I don't care about this guy. I never have. And just the fact that it's just like that guy who was getting hundreds. And hundreds of like or dozens of thousands of dollars in donations and he was this paralyzed guy in a wheelchair and he forgot that his cam was on that one time and he gets up and walks out of his wheelchair and twitch is like oh you're fucked you're gone i never heard about that oh yeah it was it was it was huge it was really crazy you'll have to watch that sometime yeah
0: people really like doing that shit i don't understand why they like taking advantage of people but these are the kind of fucking people that are just ruining
1: our world man well
0: why don't we move on uh hi rez Studios, the people that are behind Smite and Global Agenda, and the people that are behind Tribes, uh, just released or announced Paladins, which is kind of like Overwatch, realistically. Um, It's funny, because I watched it, and they have a card mechanic in it, too, that's like Hearthstone. So, Mm. basically, they took Blizzard's IPs and went, what can we do to put these two together? And they used kind of like a Titanfall system where you use cards to boost your character's stats one round which is really interesting. But basically, it's two teams, uh, and it's kind of like the only game mode that they've announced so far is like King of the Hill style uh, point capture, kind of some something similar to the Siege mode in uh, in Smite, or uh, what else can I relate it to? Um, payload a little bit, I guess, in TF2, uh, where you're escorting a Siege en- engine and you want to get to the other team's end zone and blow it up and, and win. Um, but basically, uh, after you successfully capture a point, um, that's when you start pushing siege engines and there you have written down here, there's three layers of the enemy base. So there's probably, I don't know if there's structures or towers or something like that, but in the video that I watched, they didn't elaborate too much on that. Um, they're saying that there's gonna be big maps, some big wide open maps, Mm-hmm. Um, character variation comes from the deck building system. Um, and I believe that, I believe the way that resolves is like, it does it every round. So basically a card will only last a round. Um, if I'm understanding correctly, the video that I saw where they explained everything, but, um, it also says that the cards will modify champions abilities, uh, and basic attacks with new effects, increased damage. Uh, some utility-based augmentations like health regen and more, um, and the level you that you di- that you draw a card will determine what the strength of the card is. There, with different five tiers of effectiveness. Now, like I said, I went back and I watched the video for this, and I laughed a, a little bit. Now I know I realize it's an alpha, but high-res is notorious for doing this. Global Agenda came out. The game lasted with subscription base for probably a couple months.
1: And we played it for those couple months. I,
0: I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I liked it. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. And we played for a couple months, and then after those couple months, they went, okay, this shit ain't working, and then they started doing a free-to-play system. And then they started bringing out the free-to-play system, which was really kind of imbalanced. Some of the classes were imbalanced and stuff, and it lost its... its um, It's Sheen, and basically everybody's like, fuck this game, and moved on. Hi-Rez is then like, hey guys, we've recently uh, acquired the the Tribes uh, IP, so we're going to go ahead and make Tribes Ascend. And they made Tribes Ascend, and people really liked it, because it was Tribes, and it was really fun. And then Hi-Rez stopped paying attention to the community and what they wanted, and stopped caring, and then the game kind of died, because Hi-Rez was working on Smite. So now Smite's doing real well. Right, uh, it's probably their best-selling game so far, mm-hmm. obviously, and then they're gonna do this tribes, or this this uh, A, this this paladins game, I guess. My question is, there's so many of these games coming out. There's there's battle cry, there's battleborn, there's um, Overwatch, obviously, and then now there's paladins, and I'm sure there's other ones like TF2 is already released. Uh, Gigantic is another one that's coming out that's going to be kind of like a similar situation. It's a more of a MOBA, but still it's kind of a similar class-based system. So what is going to make Paladins stick out compared to all these other ones is what I'm getting at.
1: Um, The only chance it has is that if it, if all that customization with the cards and stuff implements really well, if the game plays really well and if it's just, it just needs to be fun. Um, the one thing that they do have on their side is that they've got a lot of knowledge about kind of the MOBA thing with with uh, Smite that they've done. And it sounds like this is a little bit sort of like that where you're controlling objectives and stuff like that against other players and stuff like that. So they've got kind of that down. Um, but if all of this customization makes sense and if it's fun, but you know what? To be honest with you, it just doesn't sound like it'll stick to me. You know what? I w- I'll try it, I think. Unless is it's is it going to be free. It's going to be free. Yeah. Okay. I'll try it. But uh, I don't have high expectations for this game.
0: You know what? It, they use that's kind of the art style. It's kind of like a cell shaded style, um, which I like. I think it looks really well. The animations look good. There's mounts in the game, kind of similar to Heroes of the Storm, uh, where you're out of combat, you can mount up and run faster. Again, it's in it's in pre alpha. Is the footage that I saw, and I saw a lot of reused. Champion abilities or God abilities, rather, from Smite that were copy pasted mm-hmm. into uh, this game, but they're probably just placeholders. So I'm getting a bit ahead of myself here. But
1: well, who knows? When you know, I see a lot of these,
0: when I see stuff like that from from a developer that is notorious for bailing on previous games that kind of bite the dust, so to speak, uh, without tr- any any attempt to remedy the situation. Uh, I don't have any high hopes for it, but I will try Paladins out. I will see how it is. I'm interested. I'm a bit intrigued about the card system. It was okay for Titanfall, but we all saw how fast Titanfall petered out. Um, So uh, I guess we'll have to see and and figure out exactly what happens with it.
1: We'll see. Um... Why don't
0: we move on to this last thing? Because I know it's going to take 20 minutes, which is all we have left, so...
1: All right. Well, the next thing, the last thing that I wanted to finish with was the Hearthstone Grand Tournament announcements that happened at Gamescom. And you guys know, if you listen to the show, how much I love to talk about Hearthstone. And some of these guys are starting to get into it as a result of my incessant talk about this kind of stuff. So Yeah, we just got, really, we just got really word fun.
0: from uh, from Jason number two that he's going to go out. He just went out and bought the, uh, the pre-purchase. So at the moment, everybody has it. Of the, you... the 50 cards or whatever. I, I did the Amazon deal that Jackson talked about last week, which is
1: amazing. I actually... Jackson being Matt, by the way.
0: Yeah, I bought... If you go onto Amazon's website, at least it was when I bought it. Uh, if you go onto Amazon's website and you look up 50, uh, was it 5,000 coins, I got 5,000 coins for 40 bucks. So I got $50 worth of coins for $40. I went into game. I spent $49.99 on the game. I got $5 back when I did that. So essentially, I only paid uh, $35 for the pre-purchase. So that was awesome.
1: Yep. So all four of us, you, me, Jason, number two, and Matt all have it. So we're going to be storming the gates as soon as that that is released.
0: 50 fresh packs just sitting there taunting us saying, wait until
1: August. I know we we should all we should all sit in, you know, uh Skype together and open them up together and see what kind of legendaries we all get. I'm all
0: right with that because I'm not gonna get any. <laughs> that's my fucking luck with those those packs. But all right, so why don't we're you all
1: excited. Uh um, on one of, this of the thing. major one of the major features that's really exciting that they announced at Gamescom that they haven't previously announced, but but they did here at Gamescom and and for uh for Everybody's information, I guess. I was trying to think of a better way to say that. But basically, uh, Blizzard is known for announcing big things at Gamescom. They've they've they announced Reaper of Souls there, and now they've done the WoW expansion, and now this big Hearthstone uh, addition to the other expansion. So they left this out for Gamescom, and it's basically called Jousting, the Joust feature of Hearthstone. And what it is is, they are battle cry effects where uh, when you play this card, it's got a battle cry that says "Reveal a minion." In each deck, if your minion costs more, you gain X slash X, basically. So, for instance, there was this one card that they showed that was a 5 mana, 5, 6, with a battle cry that reads, Reveal a minion in each deck. If yours costs more, gain Taunt and Divine Shield. So, that sounds really cool. Now, I'll tell you guys who uh, don't play too much Hearthstone, or maybe you play a little bit of Hearthstone, the reason that they're doing this is... Right now, there's a problem with the game being too fast. It's too aggro-oriented in the meta. So hunters are dominating everything with their face hunter style, and um, Zulok has always been prevalent. And you also got face uh, paladin right now. That's very popular. This joust feature directly contradicts those play styles because if you have a control style deck, what happens is you've got a lot of higher cost cards. So you play these really high value cards, like a five mana, five, six is already an amazing card. You would play a five mana, five, six without any abilities. But on top of that, when you reveal two minions and you're playing against a face hunter and that face hunter draws, you know, I uh, I don't know, a wolf rider for three mana and you draw your, I don't know, your Ragnaros. Your Ragnaros costs more mana. So that 5-mana five 5-6 five, not only is great stats for the mana cost, but now it has Taunt and Divine Shield. So that face hunter can't get through that Taunt hardly at all. And it's 5-mana five 5-6, five, so you're playing it on turn 5. And you have a very high chance of making sure that you are able to get those abilities because you have higher mana costs. So it's bringing control back into the game in a huge, huge way. And this is what people have been asking for for a long time. People are really tired of the aggressive meta, and people really want to get back into um, control. So everybody's really excited about that. Um, And then there's a couple other really cool things coming. Um, There is a new bonus for the highest rank you have achieved for this month, and I'm super excited about this. And Jason, this is for you. Because you talk about how you play this game up to rank 20, you get your card back and you're done. Yep. This is for everybody that does this. And now let me let me go through this and then I want to hear your thoughts on this because I'm super excited for this. People are currently not going past rank 20 because they have no reason to. Once it gets rank 20, uh, they get their card back. And they can't even lose ranks past rank 20. So like, once they get to 20, they're done. They get their card back, they stop playing for the month. Well, beginning this month, Each player's quest log will display the highest rank they have reached during the month. And to recognize that, you are going to get rewards based on that. Now, the way that this works is that you go up in rank, say you get down to rank 13, and you keep playing, and then you start losing. You go down to 15. Your highest rank for that month is still 13. So at the end of the month, you are going to get a chest that gives you rewards based on your highest rank so there's no reason to stop playing because even if you lose ranks you still have achieved that highest rank you still achieved the chest for that rank. that's
0: good that actually entices me a bit more because i didn't <clears throat> i actually missed out on that bit the the you get it for the highest rank even if you d rank you get it for the highest rank which makes me feel less like <clears throat> if you've played starcraft 2 if you've played league of legends if you've played a lot of these other games where you can de-rank. It's something called ladder anxiety. And I have that big time, where if you get up to a certain level, and you go, okay, if I play anymore, there's a possibility I can lose this and go way back down to where I fucking started, and I don't want to start over again. Mm-hmm. Seeing as how the ladders reset anyways every month, mm-hmm. and you get rewards for the highest peak that you reach, there's no ladder anxiety. Because... It, it- because you, it removes
1: almost all of it.
0: Yes, because you you get the 20 without losing any stars, so it's super easy to get the 20. You just play until you win.
1: And nobody has ladder anxiety through those levels because of that reason. You can't lose stars.
0: Exactly. That's why I play the ranked play over, over that, because it's awesome. I, I have a pretty much guaranteed card back. And then additionally, on top of that, you can keep going past that and get rewards for your highest that you reach. And even if you fall back down, you'll still get them for the highest point that you've reached during the season. So
1: so everything that progresses, so every rank that you get below 20, you get a chest for this for these ranks. And like I said, it reserves your highest spot ever for that month. And now these are the rewards that you're going to be getting, and they are Perfect rewards for Blizzard to put in these chests. They are—you couldn't have asked for better things. They're going to give you your card back. Now will come out of your chest. So once you reach reach rank twenty, you'll get a che- You'll get your chest that has your card back in it. And then as you progress down further in the ranks, you're going to get better and better rewards. And they are going to come with golden cards, which is amazing because right now at this point in the game, when people have all the cards, all they want is golden cards, and they're very expensive and very hard to get. All of your golden cards that you want and so at the end of each month you're going to get to open up this chest that gives you only golden cards and depending on how low in rank you go depends on how many golden cards you get for instance they said something like around 17 rank 17 you would get one common golden card and then down to rank five you might get three golden cards up to you know legendary status it's it's all it's all random but you're going to get multiple golden cards based on your rank and on top of that you're also going to get arcane dust every every do you month have to test.
0: here's a question
1: i don't know if you know the
0: answer to or not do you have to own the basic card the basic version of the card in order to get the golden card
1: no sir you do not so
0: i could get say i get up to rank five which i, I highly doubt is possible uh but say i get a, a legendary golden card i don't have mm. to have that version of the legendary golden card
1: not at all that's awesome and in fact a lot of times i mean you don't have to under any circumstances you can open up a pack that's got a golden legendary and if you don't have the basic legendary that happens um under those circumstances if you don't if that's not a good legendary you scrap that legendary and you go buy a good legendary and non golden version that's what you do but um now i don't know if like what i said with rank 17 a common golden card i don't know if that means that you're only gonna get a common or if you're only gonna get one golden card hopefully there's a chance that you could get something like an epic or a legendary golden card at rank 17 as well but maybe the chances just diminished so i'm hoping that that's still available because if you're only get if you're only capable of getting to rank 17 each month i hope that you could possibly get a lucky streak and get something better than just a common every single time yeah um and then there was also a bunch of new and now I did mention that you also get arcane dust in these chests. Mm-hmm. So you get the card back, you get your golden cards and you get arcane dust every single month based on how high you go up in level. There was also a bunch of new card reveals. I'm not going to go over them. We don't have time. Um but I would love to, but they'll be linked in the show is- notes,
0: you can go check them out.
1: I've got the link in the show notes, Um, and before we go on to this next discussion, what I'm going to say is the link's in the show notes, like everything else, and from now on, what we're going to do is I have our show notes here on the the docs page. I'm going to be exporting this to PDF and linking to it on the website from now on. It's easy. It's got all the information it's got all the links I'm going to make a summary post and then I'm just going to on the website I'm going to post a link to the PDF so you can just download and look at the PDF with all the links and everything and it's all form- formatted the way that we read it off to you for the show and you could even listen to the show and follow along with the show notes okay so
0: now I just wanted to briefly have a small discussion about this because being a big big time magic player um unfortunately magic duels not doing too good but uh, yep that's beside the point Uh, Being a big Magic player, I'm huge into there being, now with Magic, I don't know, obviously there's not for Hearthstone, but in Magic there's different uh, sets you play. You can play Legendary, you can play Standard, you could play, um, uh, you could also play Legacy, you could play... uh, some other shit like that. Basically, each one of these two-headed different giant. sets, yeah. Each one of these sets, well, there's you can't play two at a giant competitively. Oh, board.
1: that's that's right. You're talking about card sets. Yes. So, yeah.
0: No. Basically, the standard modern is another one. Uh, modern would be like you can't go past like a year back or two years back. Uh, standard would be like you can't go back more than a year, so you have to use cards that were released within that time frame in your deck. My question is that with Hearthstone, there's nothing like that yet. But I do like the ability that with my friends and Magic, I could take any card I want from any set whatsoever, throw it in there, and we could play, and we could have some of the most fun games possible because there's such a random chance of getting one of the many, many, many cards that are out for Magic. With Hearthstone, the, the more expansions they announce, the more adventures they announce come out with the better off we are because it's more random cards that we'll get. Now, it comes down to power creep. The new cards that are coming out, there are going to be cards that are coming out now that are better than cards that were released with the base set. Now, that stuff being like you have made a good relation last uh, podcast with Sludge Belcher versus something like the Shieldmaster. Um the Sludge Belter being, being obviously better. So it comes down to being there's power creep in there. I'm curious how Hearthstone, or Blizzard rather, is going to balance out the power creep with their older cards. Because obviously they're going to have to buff stuff later if they want anything to hold a candle to some of the newer sets that are coming out.
1: Well... It's not I don't think it's gonna be about buffing. I think it's about gonna always be for them about implementing cards that that reinitiate the old cards back into the game so for instance warsong commander they fixed it to where everything three mana or under gains charge that brought a bunch of new cards into the game that weren't being played anymore um so it's going to be cards like that that affect all the other cards that aren't being played now blizzard has all this data so they know what cards aren't being played and they're going to look at all these cards on a spreadsheet and they're going to say okay these cards aren't going to be aren't being played currently what kind of cards can we implement that gets these cards played again? And then all it's going to do is it's just going to create more dynamic play and more like more branching off into different uh, deck types and stuff like that. And you're going to get way more creativity with it. But what they're going to do is in order to keep, um, you know, Shieldmaster from being played over over Sludge Belcher, say they do an implementation where. Uh, every time you play a 4-mana card, you gain something like this. Well, Sludge is 5-mana, and and uh, Shieldmaster is 4-mana. So maybe you have some sort of a card that benefits on you playing a 4-mana card. Therefore, the Shieldmaster now is more preferable than the, sh- the Sludge Belcher. So it's things like that that Blizzard will be doing. So you, I personally don't worry about uh, the power creep thing because they really do have all the data And all the cards that aren't being played. And they also have the best people and minds in the world as far as figuring out how to get these cards over here that aren't being used, implemented by new cards that are coming into the game. And it's just going to create this big pool of viable cards under all circumstances where... You can just make these crazy decks. And now I don't know if they would ever segregate out, you know, different expansions for different deck building types or anything like that. Uh, but I think that what they want is they want to just have a big, massive pool of 1,000, 2,000 cards and just let people go crazy. Yeah. Now, at some point, they might limit that because then you never know what you're coming up against in, a, in with unfortunately with the implementation of how many random cards that they have it would make it really hard to play Hearthstone at some point because everything is so random that you just don't know what you're going to come up against so you just don't know what's going to happen now there has been a lot of talk about cards that are going to affect the randomness of this game where they would say something like any like you would drop a card that says any card that does a random damage effect gets absorbed by this card and does zero damage or something like that. So it absorbs the randomness into that card or uh, nullifies any random effect or something like that. So a lot of people are starting to talk about these kind of cards that take – that at least control the randomness for some turns. Yeah. So – So, you've got cards like Lotheb, where you drop that down and that adds five mana to any spell that the enemy has. So, you pretty much know that that turn, your board is in a pretty safe state because they can't afford to spend any mana to clear your board. So, it's going to be stuff like that where you don't have to worry so much about whatever random spells they have in their hand. And you're going to have a card that negates random effects and therefore controls the situation a little bit better. So, I really think it's they're just they have this ability to look at their problems, be it cards or be it game. implementations, they have a, a, the ability to look at that problem and say, what can we incorporate into the game in order to fix these problems? Because we don't want to buff or nerf or remove anything. We want to add things in order to make them viable.
0: Yeah, now the only thing is, is I like playing Hearthstone because it's, there's some random element to it. When you get to the higher ranks, it's kind of like you know what to expect. You know what your opponent can play. I don't like doing that. I think the random element actually is a lot more fun. To me, at least, then,
1: and a, a lot of people agree with you. And at the end game with the meta, the way it's so tight is everybody plays the same decks, and it really just yeah. comes down to who got, who drew the cards that they needed at those proper times. Which is why randomness is needed, because if you don't have randomness, you don't have that variation in order to be a better player. Because a good player knows how to use randomness to their to their benefit, and a bad player misuses randomness. So when you put a random card in your deck, and 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 it changes your patron warrior versus their patron warrior but you've got a couple random elements that makes it so that you could have a higher chance of winning or a lower chance of winning depending on if you play those random elements to your advantage or not and these are the kind of things that are going to create variations that will cause the meta to not be so if i draw this way i win yeah and that's what they're trying to they don't want it to be if i draw better i win they want it to be um the way your deck's built and the way you're playing to those random elements and the way that your cards synergize with each other.
0: Okay. Well that's fair enough. Um I got everything covered that I needed to cover get covered. Did you you got yours?
1: I think that we did really good. I'm sorry for if anybody feels like we rushed the news a little bit, you know, like I said, we did, um, I'm expecting somebody here in five minutes and we needed to pump this out. But we did get your normal hour and a half show in, even though we always try to do an hour. <laughs> it just never fucking works. I think this is the but, first
0: time we actually did under uh, under an hour and a half, except for episode zero.
1: I don't know. It could be, possibly, but to be honest with you, I feel like uh, I'm really, I am really—I was really excited to talk about everything on this list, and we really were able to just stay focused and get it knocked out, so um, I can, I'm excited.
0: I can mention really quickly that I'm learning how to play D&D, uh, otherwise known as Pathfinder, is the version that I'm learning how to play, which is, is exciting, so I'm going to go do that and work on that for probably most of the day until I go over to uh, a party, and then that's that's it for me, so... If, I'm, well, man, if we'll, I'm
1: good, you're good. I'm good. I'm gonna go and do you know my stuff, and I guess we're done. We'll see you guys next week.
0: Yeah, this was uh, this is awkward ending this early. I'm not yeah. I'm not used to this. This is weird. We can
1: just kind of sit back and be silent for a minute, and thirty seconds.
0: Yeah, well, well, it's more than thirty seconds. We need like a two minutes worth of filler. Well, wait, we got. Hold on. Wait, wait, what's our our intro and our outro are both like. What, 10, 10 seconds Ten seconds combined? Yeah. Like 15 seconds, maybe tops?
1: You just really don't want to end underneath an hour and a half, oh, do man, you?
0: we got to fill some air. This is, <laughs> this is, all right, guys, we'll catch you guys next time. And that's going to do it for me.
1: And me. Later, noobs.
0: Thank you for listening to the Train Noobs podcast. Visit us at trainnoobs.com, where you can find links for all of our social media.
1: Join us again next time, and have a pleasant day.